What's up, y'all? It's Maserati Niche here, and you are now tuned into the Niche Speaks podcast, where I am bringing you financial games so that you can obtain financial gains. You're tuning to the greatest, and I am so excited. Girl power. Is this Women's Month? I think this is Women's Month. Yes. Yes. I am with serial entrepreneur, Crystal, and she's going to tell us about her entrepreneurship journey. It's very exciting. I met Crystal at a seminar years and years ago, and I liked how she moved. I like her passion. I like her drive. She's very ambitious. And what I like most about her is she's a hustler. Yes. So so I get excited when I meet other women that are out here shaking and moving and, you know, they're strong and they're ambitious and, you know, they get their own bag. I love that independence. So um, let's jump into your first business, which is Bridging the Gap. Yes. And how that started. Um, So I started Bridging the Gap as a prison van service uh, back in 2011. Um, and it was really be- while I was in college, and it was really because um, my father was incarcerated. My father did 25 years in prison. He was locked up since I was three. Uh, my brother was locked up for 12 years, and I ended up adopting his son, which is my nephew, which is my son now, uh, due to his uh, th- due to his parents' incarceration. Uh, so I would reunite families um, back and forth to the prisons as I as I was going to go visit my own um, family members. Um, so I ran that until 2018, 2019. I became really overwhelmed. Um, and it was because the men in my family who was once incarcerated, they became they, they came home. So when they came home, I'm thinking, oh, my God, it was it was going to get easier. Um, I thought that my dad is home. You know, he'll be able to help me with the van service. My brother is home. He's going to be able to help me with my nephew. And honestly, they came home and they was broken men. Mm. And that's when... Here it was. I couldn't even run my van service no more because um, I had to repair my own family. I'm saying, hey, go up there and see your, fa- your loved ones. And my purpose and my why had came home. And when they came home and it was these broken Things men, was different. it just switched. Um, and I, just, I, I, I couldn't keep focusing on other families and trying to rebuild other families, knowing that my very own family members was, like, just apart. So I had to rebuild them, help them learn how to drive, get their birth certificate, uh, pay my dad rent. So, you know, my roles has switched. Um, so, yeah. How challenging is that? Because, I mean, as women, we take on so much initially. And I know for me, just running several businesses alone is draining at times. And not just that. And I'm a single mom. And then, you know, still maintaining that self-care for myself and making sure I'm balanced and not going to hell crazy and all over the place and sleepless and all that stuff. But now for your brother and your father to come home that are, you know, black men, grown men, and now you have to kind of like put your goals and what you're trying to do on hold and then, you know, kind of like get them on track. Right. Um, when my father and a, when my father and my brother came home, I had a mobile car detailing. It's so you're just a hustler. I have boss. a mobile car so detailing. So I said, you know, when they come home, I know they're going to have a hard time finding a job. So I had every all the equipment inside of this van. Guess what? My brother worked at Restaurant Depot. He's doing very good there. He's a manager, but he don't he didn't even start this he'd been home for like two three years and he didn't even start this mobile car detailing and here it is it's like we think that we can have everything set up for them in order but really mentally they're not there Mm. you know so that's when I had to take a step back and I'm like hey like I can't I can I can give them everything I can have everything set up for them I can I can have your LLC set up I can have the business structure set up I can have all the equipment Mm. in it but if you don't have the mindset to really run this business it's like 
So I your mind has it. to catch up. Your mind, yes. It and has your to mind, catch up. my brother has yet to still start this mobile car detailing. Um, I gave it to my father at first. He couldn't do it. I mean, I'm giving it to my brother. It is really is that is that frustrating because as I begin to climb, right, and I've reached and I say this in a humble way, I've reached a level of success, right? Um, not too many of people where I come from have reached that level. But I like to go back and pull people up. But as I do that, that too becomes draining because you want more mm. for people than they want. I always tell people, help yeah. me help you, Joker. Like, I want to help you. But I can't do it by myself, and I can't want it more for you than you want it for yourself. And I did that the first go-around. The second go-around with Stay Lifted is, like, real personal. Mm. It's, it's like bridging the gap was, oh, I'm trying to bridge my own family's gap. You know, come on. I like I know all this information. I know about credit. I know how to start a business. I know, you know, how to get a job. I went to college. I was the successful one. I know how to buy a house. But at the same time, the people that's around you when they're when they're just pulling from you Come and they're on. draining you Come down, on. You I'd talk rather about be it. at this level where I feel like, oh, I'm losing and uh, <laughs> <laughs> here here it is. I'm, so I'm, you know, I'm underground. I ain't, you know, I'm not where I was before. And it's like I love it because it's not that many people pulling from me. Mm. You know what I mean? And the fact that I'm restarting and I'm rebranding myself to be stay lifted and um, to really just tell people about the cannabis industry and the different opportunities that's in it. Um, it's like now, since I'm back here, I can, you can come with me. If you don't come with me, if you slow down, I'm leaving you behind. Right. I'm not bringing you with me. So like I, I came back, I started, I rebranded myself. I told my brother, I said, Hey, um, now is the time to start your prison van service. I'm on this level, be on the same level. Let's just get mm -hmm. it together. Mm -hmm. My nephew, I didn't gave him. Tomorrow's his birthday. I'm giving him um, a T-shirt company that I started back in 2017. When you say started, you already had the LLCs for them. Already had the LLCs. Awesome. We gonna get into credit. that too. We'll talk about yeah, the LLCs. Yeah, it has credit. Um, it's set up. Already had a website. Um, so I just, I'm just giving him the business. He's 15 years old. You know, he's into fashion. He want to spend ninety dollars on a hoodie. No, you're going to be selling your own <laughs> brand. Yeah. So his my brand little sister's actually doing that in school right now. My dad brought her a printer. So she puts like the the images on the hoodies, yeah. And she takes her little order. She comes up my dad' house during the week. She goes to the, she goes to the wholesale place, grabs her hoodies, and she's selling them hoodies for forty dollars. Yeah. So listen, I thought the we, was like so for his birthday, instead of buying him sneakers or taking them away or whatever, I'm giving him a business. So, um, I told him about the LLC. I said, hey, you're um you're turning fifteen. Like you know, you're into this fashion thing, but really rock your own brand. So busy boo from busy stage printing. Mm -hmm. Um he allowed us to come in there yesterday after hours. Uh and he mm. really just showed my nephew uh, come on with somebody. And that's honestly awesome. that's what it takes. It's like the is it don't take just for his father. It don't take just Community. for the people like in our family. It's everybody that could be like, listen sis, like I got him. Like come on. And, and then him just seeing it and being in that environment with that business because I order all my stuff from him. Yeah. So Tyreek is like one, of, I call him my brother. But for him to be in that environment where black men are running a successful business, for him to be in that environment and to be able to see that, the mindset, which now I'm going to ask you, what? how is your mindset, how is it that your mindset is different from the father who birthed you and your brother? Did you and your brother grow up in the same household? Same household. So how did how conditions. did you develop that entrepreneurship mentality? Where did it come from? I don't know. I always just look for the people in the community. I had teachers. Um, I had neighbors. I always, it's like, 
if my brother was going to prison, me, my mom cried, why would I go to prison? No, I'm going to figure out how to go to college, you know? So I always was that one, you know, not the people pleaser, but it was just like... You wanted more. Yeah, I wanted more. And I looked to the people who was doing positive things, um, and I really just was like, I'm going to be like that. I'm going to be like that, you know? And I just kept pushing myself, and I was just surrounding myself around positive people. So when you you had your first business concept... um, of course, it it um, you actually developed the concept from you going to the prisons and seeing your father and seeing mm-hmm. that it was a need that there was no transportation for relatives to go see the inmates. Right? Mm-hmm. How did you know? Okay, I need to set up an LLC. That's the first step. How do you know I need to get an EIN so I number? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I mean, we were carpooling. Like everything starts like kind of like underground. Of course, you know you don't be legal always coming out sometimes. <laughs> Say that again. No, no, for real. No, Thank for, you for real. Your and I really was Say that like, again. I was hustling. Like Say you know, I used my refund check from college because I still was in college. Um, and my mom had a Nissan Armada. She was taking people. It started being too many people in their car. So I said, I'm going to go to the auction. I'm going to get me a van. You know, we didn't even have the right insurance when we first started out. <laughs> you know, I'm just being so no, honest, really. though. Like, we didn't have the right it. insurance. So it took for going up to the prison. And they're, they're saying, hey, y'all can't bring these people up here. And I'm like, why can't we? Like, I'm like that person that... You can't tell me no. So I'm like, why can't we? Okay. Oh, you have to be a legitimate business because you're bringing too many people up here. I'm like, okay. So Google, how do you become a legitimate <laughs> business? LLC, LLC in Pennsylvania. So back then I did legal zoom, you know, legal zoom. Now I know how to do it myself, but back then legal zoom helped me. I paid the fees. So what was um, your step? So LLC, LLC, EIN, EIN number. Um, I got the right insurance. We needed another van. That's when, I had one year worth of like a good tracking history and was in I was able to show my profit and I went into the car dealership mm-hmm. for it and I said, Hey, I'm doing good in business. Um uh what else? I said, Hey, I'm doing good in business. I had to provide the documents. Um, and they actually gave me a loan to rent my first van and from there, from there and I ended up with four vans before I shut down. Oh boom. So what did you wind up doing with the vans? Did you sell them? Yeah, I sold them back, um, and I still have one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty dope. That's so amazing. I thought, so getting into the cannabis industry, I said, all right, uh, why well, shut the van service down? Of course, I was stressed out, but I always smoked behind the scenes. Nobody really knew. <laughs> I never knew Once that. I went to therapy, because I really, I, was, I really was stressed out from, like, you know, my, my dad coming home, my brothers coming home, you know, my life changed. So once I... Um, once I started going to therapy, they wanted to give me the pills. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to be on these pills, you know. And um, that's when I was like, well, I smoke weed. That helps. He was like, well, you know you can get your medical marijuana card. So I said, bet. So I got my <laughs> medical marijuana card. Bet. I, I started going to the dispensaries, and I seen how open its market was, and I seen how we don't even know of the different opportunities that's in the cannabis industry. We don't know the different opportunities, period. Mm-hmm. I think that Instagram is a great tool for that because before, the only time you saw successful black people was probably like the Cosbys, right? Yeah. <laughs> like not loving hip-hop, not basketball wives and all that foolishness. But to really see black people that have grinded from the bottom and established these successful companies and we have entrepreneurs that's doing their things and building these big, amazing brands, I think that Instagram allows us to see people that look like us, that come from places where we come from and say, hey, I can do that. So even for children to be able to see that... 
because we couldn't see that. I didn't see that growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Luckily, my uncle was an entrepreneur. He owned the corner store. That was the only entrepreneur I knew for a period of time until he inspired my dad, and then my dad mm-hmm. became one. But just me seeing him at the corner store gave me a little hope. Like, oh, we but can, Nish, we can be something. But let me big you up real quick, though, because just seeing you – like, my nephew got an American Express credit card because of you. Aww. You get me? So, like, just seeing you and what you're doing to, with your son, it's like, oh, okay, I'm not doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because being the only person in my family that's interested in credit or interested in passing things down onto my nephew or onto the, the kids, um, that's because, you know, people like you are on Instagram and you're showing that part right. of your life. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like I see that it's normal, but if I'm not, I mean, I know that it's normal, but normal, but if I feel right. like I'm the only one that's doing it right. at times, you're like, hold on, wait, you right. know, you'd be amazed at when people sit in my you chair and I had to like, um, recondition myself and the way I process stuff. Because I expect for people to understand the language that I'm speaking when I start talking mm-hmm. about money and finances and investments and all that kind of stuff. And I realized that a lot of our people, brown and black people, have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So you can sit in my chair and some of them will act like they know. So I dumb it down. as sim- I simplify it so much that by the time you leave, you're taking away something. I don't care if you just took away. You need to get a secure car and you need to pay your bills on time. And you need to teach your children those habits. You're going to leave with something. So I've found a way to simplify what I'm trying to deliver so that people can receive it at the level that they are. So I speak the people's language mm-hmm. so that they can receive it. And it's so important. My son is 10 years old. My son has rental income. My son has two credit cards. Even if he don't know what the hell is going mm-hmm. on right now, I'm planting it. And I'm planting a seed. Yep. I'm planting a seed. So as time progresses and he gets older and older, I'm just feeding him more information, more information, and he's retaining it. And I'm mm-hmm. strengthening him. So by the time he's 18, he's going to be unstoppable. And that's the kind of foundation we need to be giving our babies not oh you need to get these Jordans you won't be fly this this Mm. conference which I want you to speak on that I'm doing um in May sis I'm not trying to hear about no bags I don't Mm -hmm. care about Chanel I don't care about Hermes all that Mm -hmm. I can afford all that shit 20 times it does not matter to me at this point in my life I want to leave something for my family my son I want to educate my community so that you can get a real bag not a not a physical handbag a real bag so that you can have some something to build on for your children and for yourself Mm -hmm. so it's so it's so important that we educate and that's great your nephew has a business at 15 Mm -hmm. that's dope he doesn't even understand what you're doing right now. and the thing is the fact that like he honestly i planted the seed and i started it I, I, I honestly started it because on a van, I allowed children to ride my service for free. So I sold the T-shirts that paid for the kids to ride my service for free. Um, what T-shirts? Educational over incarceration. Dope. Yeah, so that's Super that's dope. his business, educational Super over incarceration. Um, but now that I'm in a whole other business and I didn't transition, I planted the seed, but he might be the one that needed to grow it. I just planted it. Right. So he don't have to start at zero. He don't have to start from, you know, from scratch. And, like, even today before I came here, he like, okay, I got to I gotta download the Shopify account. Hold on. You misspelled this. Like, he's, like, proofreading everything. I love it. I love it. You know, and he, these kids, they know about Instagram more than we do. Mm-hmm. So play that game. You already on it. Why not try, like, learn, like, make money from it, you know? And they can sometimes teach us certain things. So we're learning together, you know, in this whole industry. I think that we, um, our people, have been brainwashed to think that secondary education is 
to win for your children. You will be surprised how many of my clients have student loan debt mm-hmm. and their income is very, very low. So I want to also recondition and reshape the mind of our people and promote entrepreneurship and not to do it blindly, like not to just go in and start a business, but to really understand that you need to legitimize your business. So you need to have the LLC, you need to have Mm -hmm. the EIN or somebody who's been doing business for five years now and they got the clientele, everything, but you don't have the LLC. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just starting it off as a hustle, but now growing it and taking it to the next level. I think that, um, entrepreneurship is a beautiful thing. No, it's not easy all the time. Mm-hmm. It comes with ups and downs. Sometimes you will yeah. be down. Sometimes you will be up. But even learning how to sustain, learning how to get business lines of credit, learning how to get business credit cards. So when you have slow months, you're able to maintain because you can pull off your business lines, all of those things. But to push that because we throw our children in college where they necessarily mm-hmm. don't even want to go to school, but because you never did it or you don't have any degrees or accolades, mm-hmm. now you're making your child do that. And and then two years in, they say they don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Now you got student loan debt. And you don't want to pay it back as the parent because you already are mad because they didn't finish. Right. So now they got all this debt and they're starting in a bad place. Right. So giving them the tools that they need in order to excel. And it's really not a difficult thing to do. To be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's not a difficult thing. It's not. Thing. And that's why, I mean, I was holding the business off. I'm like, oh, I'm going to give it to him when he's 18. And I'm like, why? He could just do it now. Like, you know what I mean? We don't got to, like, we think that it has to be this perfect moment. And he got to be yes, this Yes, Crystal. Like, Talk about the perfect yo, moment. Yo, you so in the clothes and you so in the Instagram. And I got to keep taking your phone from being on Instagram. Right. Make money. I need for you to DM 10 people every day. Tell them about your business. Tell them to follow you. You know, like, do it. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm, like, really just pushing them out there. And at first I was like, oh, we got to be perfect. You got to be 18. And I'm like, no, dude, you can just do it now. Right. This is actually good because you're going to have that market for middle school, high school, college. I wish I started that early. Right. Oh, my God, I would be so right. far ahead right. if I knew now what I knew then. Right. And you're giving him that. i never forget. I was in the 10th grade. And I told you that my uncle inspired my dad to seek entrepreneurship. So I remember my dad started selling clothes. He had a stand where he would Mm -hmm. sell clothes. So he was an NTA. He would get off at work um, from being an NTA, and he would go set up his stand and put his clothes up. I remember taking trips with him every Sunday to New York when he go to all all the wholesale places to get his merchandise and come back and sell it. So I remember taking him trips and seeing everything, right? Mm -hmm. So although he wasn't physically teaching me, I was paying attention, Mm -hmm. right? And then I remember 10th grade, um, me selling mixtapes. We would go and meet my dad's friend down Lehigh, Broughton Lehigh, where that McDonald's was, and he would show me all the mixed, all the mixtapes and all the tapes that he had, and I would pick out the tapes and I would buy the tapes for a dollar. Yeah. Then I would go on my lunch break and sneak out on all the other lunch periods to sell my mixtapes in the cafeteria for five dollars. Now, fast forward, I'm an entrepreneur. I run a successful business or businesses, and I was just playing it back one day, like, wow, that was my preparation. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. And when I look back, it's like back in high school, I was selling candy. In college, I was selling Indian hair, like from Brenda. Like when really? Brenda from had Brenda? the best Brenda. Indian Brenda Bell? hair. Ben, Brenda, Brenda Bell. Bell. Yes, Brenda me Bell. and my best friend, we sold Indian hair. But then it was just like the cheap hair came out. So everybody started buying the 89. I'm like, uh-uh, we got that real Indian. <laughs> so the fact that we didn't compromise is the reason why we did not get that hair back. But we were selling like Indian hair before 
it got, you know. But I look at everything and I see, like, oh, my God, I was hustling in high school. I was hustling in college. Right. It I was, was preparing hustling, you. You know, and it's just really, if this don't work, try this. If this don't mm-hmm. work, try this. And you just never know what's well, going, you know. Uh, my Instagram page is Critty, K-R-I-T-T-Y underscore B. Uh, and then my business um, Instagram page is Stay Lifted, Lifted with a Y. So that's S-T-A-Y-L-Y-F-T-E-D. Let's talk about Stay Lifted. What is Stay yeah. Lifted? I get, so, get lifted. You need that song. That's your I, promo song. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I need that. I need that. Okay. <laughs> no, Stay Lifted honestly is... It's a brand. I started having um, different, like, cannabis pop-up parties, um, and now I consult with different people. So I noticed that my vendors, some of my vendors that was at my events, they didn't have an LLC. Um, And right now, or they were selling products that had THC. So right now I consult with them, and I connect them with different farms um, that sell the really? CBD. Yeah, so they can. So how did you find the forms? Like you just researched. Well, I was going over to LA. You know. Oh yeah, that's a secret. That's the <laughs> consultation. Just get the that's consultation. a consultation. Just get the consultation. <laughs> but y'all see, I would really like honestly, yo, like we really got to get into this cannabis industry. It's really uh, how lucrative is it? Well, right now, of course, you got to plant the seeds. Like, it's still illegal on a federal level, so it's still a gamble. Really? Um, yeah. How is it but, legal but illegal? Because federally, I mean, it's legal in different states. I mean, it's legal in different states, but federal is, you know, over top of. So if you cross the line, so if it's legal in Philly but illegal in Jersey, if you have weed in, mm-hmm. you'll go to jail? Well, I mean, certain states decriminalized it, you know, okay. so, okay. Um, but I help people get into the industry. Um, if you want to get into the industry, you need to yeah. see Crystal. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> and then I have, like, different pop-up parties where, you know, it's a safe haven where we can just come together, smoke our weed, you know, have and different And be like, vendors. yeah, we're yeah. smoking our weed. <laughs> <laughs> on it from so I'm doing that but at the same time it's more so advocating for the people that's incarcerated it's still go back to bridging the gap really you know the war how on does drugs, the two connect though because the war on drugs they put the war on drugs in place to send black people to prison they knew that marijuana was a medicine they knew that mm-hmm. but because the alcohol bill you know was coming out at the same time as marijuana they made this look like a bad thing and Black and brown people were sent to prison. Like the war on drugs. That was people something that's that they sitting enjoyed. in prison for life in prison for weed. For weed. Seriously? But here it is. They opening what? up dispensaries in our neighborhood. And that's a slap in the face. That's a slap in the face. So that is. that's where Stay Lifted come into play. Um, I'm trying to really control the market. Um, even though they're opening up the dispensaries, I still have the people. You now, know. do you feel like they're going to let you in? The way you to the capacity that you and you, when I say they, you know who I'm talking about. They do you feel like they are going to give you the resources and that they are going to let you into this business? For one, it's super duper hard for black folks to go into I'm certain industries. So Even Jay Z said that. Like, <laughs> I'm getting so much pushback, but honestly, the different angles that you got to set it up is like, of course, I can't directly touch the plant, but I can create different services. I can create an app where I need 10,000 people to download this app in Philly, and now I can go to these dispensaries and say, Do you hey, need 10,000 people to download? Yes. So what's your app? Do you have to tell them your app? My app on the the Apple and Android store is um, Stay Lifted. 
but on Android. Yeah, Android and um Apple play, I mean the Apple Store. Okay. But yeah, so um download the app and then that's how we can control the market because the dispensaries would now have to go through us to start advertising and get into you oh, that's guys. Awesome. So, I love it. Um that's the plan. That's something and, that you thought of too? Yeah. Yeah. See what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. See what I'm so saying? I just launched this app um two weeks ago. So okay. still in the beta um the beta phase. There's a lot of different changes that gotta go into it. But I mean, I'm just happy that Apple approved it because it was giving us so much pushback. Okay. Let's talk about credit for you. Cause I know that you mm. were a client of mine. How yep. you doing? I still am I got three more sessions. <laughs> one on one, they come with five <laughs> sessions, y'all. Four I now. I changed it. Four, um, but you still got yours though. I got three. <laughs> Yes. So let's talk about that. So you already had pretty decent credit, right? Yes. How did, were you able to utilize your credit to leverage your credit to do other things? Yes. All right. So let's talk about that process. So let's talk about the time that you came in and then what it looked like after that, your steps. So the time that I came in, um, I think we were just trying to get just business credit. Um, I got the business credit, uh, in the van service. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I used that to actually start Stay Lifted. So that's how I started creating the products. Um, now, pause for one second. So there's this huge credit. misconception. First of all, people think that I had, a, I had a client come to me yesterday, amazing couple. Oh, my God, I love them. Mm -hmm. It was a husband and wife, and the wife has a daycare in-home business. And she said, I'm trying to lean on my husband because he makes really good money, but he's been running from the IRS for a million years, right? I said, we're not doing that today. We're going to get y'all right. I said, there's no way, ma'am, that you have an 834 credit score, and you cannot leverage that. Mm -hmm. She said, my husband makes really good money. He owns an entertainment business where he does weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate engagements, all of this stuff, where he has the live entertainment, mm -hmm. DJ, live all of that so I'm like no way she was like and she looked like she was getting ready to cry she was like can you please talk to him because he doesn't listen to me like he listens but he really he'll get started and then he'll quit so I said listen you're scheduling a consultation right now with Ernest my account and we're gonna get I said stop being so afraid of paying taxes mm -hmm. because when you own a business technically you have write-offs mm -hmm. okay so you can kind of control right. with, but not control and off record for that but, right. <laughs> so if your business has made three hundred and fifty thousand a year so now if you have payroll payroll is a deduction if you bought vans your vans is a deduction your mileage that you use for your business is a deduction my the gas that you house the office in your house <laughs> if you took purple on a lunch date, or you took a niece, or you took Crystal, mm -hmm. that's a write-off. Travel if expenses. Go, if you go to Vegas at a, for a conference, conference, and you want to stay an extra two days to relax. It's a write-off. Write so don't be afraid of that. So if you made 300 then after all of your write-offs, your profit may be 100 Then you would pay your taxes on the 100 not the 300 So for one, we have to stop running and avoiding that. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, there are ways that you can gain access to business funding even if you've never operated your LLC. Mm -hmm. If you establish an LLC, the couple yesterday, she said she had her LLC from 2006. I said, why don't you have business credit? She said, I just didn't know. I said, you have 834, 30, whatever it was, credit score, and you have a LLC that's seasoned. Seasoned meaning all of those years. The banks, most banks want to see that your business was effective, meaning the date that it was filed. It doesn't actually have to be operating, mm -hmm. but your LLC was established in 2006. So now you're going to go to the banks that, that offer no-doc programs or stated programs where you actually 
So um, you actually want to go to banks that offer the no doc program or the stated program where they're not verifying your business income. So they're not going to ask you for tax returns. So now you take the season LLC that you had mm -hmm. since 2006 and you're going to walk into that bank with your 834 credit score and you're going to tell them you want a business line of credit. And that bank is not even going to verify your business income. They're going to give you a business line of credit based off the based off of the age of that LLC and your own personal credit. Mm -hmm. So you're basically going to co-sign for your business line of credit. And you can go to four or five different banks in one day and do that. Mm -hmm. And you may walk out with 80,000, 100,000, 150,000 worth of business lines of credit and business credit cards so that you can now invest back into your business. Mm -hmm. So you said you took some of that and invested into your new business. Yeah, because I already knew I was stressed out from running a van service and it was like, Granted, yeah, my business is still growing, but mentally I wasn't there to continue to run it. So I'm like, they was going to approve me for another van. So I said, well, if they want to approve me for another van, I'm pretty sure the credit and my credit is right, good enough. Right. So I got a credit card. I used that credit card to buy the products that I started for the Stay Lifted. And um, now I'm trying to turn the business in more into like a subscription box. Awesome. where you get pre-rolls, an ashtray, you know, all the, the starter kits that every smoker <laughs> needs, you know. But, yeah, so, yes. Um, yes. yeah, like, you don't got to go out and get – it's not no black and white. It's, it's real cute. It's, 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 it's real cute. It's for females, you it's know. It's for females? Yeah, it's for oh, females. Yep. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm so it. it's for us females. Like, you know, we don't got to worry about with the brown, you know, necklace. Cute little box. Um, but, yeah, so it's a little Love cute it. little box. Um, But, yeah. So I used the credit card from the van service business to buy the products for this business. And one of the benefits of actually utilizing business credit is when you tap into your personal credit, your revolving credit, which is your um, store retail cards and your major credit cards. Once you start using the credit, the more you use, the lower your scores are going to drop. So you don't want to use too much of your credit cards. You don't want too much credit card debt, but it doesn't apply on the business side. So you can max out on your business credit cards and nothing's going to happen to your credit scores. Nothing's going to happen to your personal credit. So now you can max it out and buy all the material and all the products yeah. and all the this for the new business. And even though here it is, I stopped the prison service for the moment um i do think i will start it back up just probably more as like a non-profit and, and not if you structure family. it so strong yeah. where you don't even have to be there that's right. what you got to do you got to lock in on that thing mm -hmm. and get the structure where mcdonald's look you, the blueprint is so thorough that they can give it to a 17 year old and, and they i can think run a because whole i was door to door it added too many variables mm -hmm. um you know so for a driver you're hiring it's never the same route it's always a different route it's like right. an uber but it was it's just it was just a lot right. you know but shutting down that and now going into a new business being as though all my vans was in the bridge and the gap and i'm on a new business my credit is still clear Good. because that was that. Right and now, right. I'm over here. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> cool. So cool. yeah, I mean, it, that's how it worked out. I mean, that's why it benefits getting businesses and using your business line of credit because you can open up different, you know, you do, businesses. Once you could, you could literally take that OLLC that you did nothing with and start a whole new business. Yeah. My thing is this: I have my own capital. I never want to touch my own capital. I just don't. Although Craig did that first go round he said i ain't doing that shit no more i ain't doing that shit no more but you never want to use your own capital 
I mean, if you get to a point where even Bill Gates and all, they probably don't even use Bill Gates. So you don't want to use your own capital. If you can use somebody else's money, like literally you can mm-hmm. do a whole real estate deal where you can make $50,000, $60,000, $70,000 without ever touching your own mm-hmm. money, why wouldn't you not want to get mm-hmm. your credit right? Right. Like life changing. Yeah. I tell everybody credit changed my life. I've never had bad credit. I've never, alhamdulillah, I've never had, never had a late payment in my life. So just knowing that, and I've, I, when I tell you, I try to drill it in my, I even told my cousins, we're in a group text. I'm like, yo, y'all need to get with me. This was the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's have a girls. We do these, we travel, we do all this stuff. Let's have a cousins meet up. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody came yet. Yeah. That's how it is. They ain't come yet. I'm like, listen, y'all see me climbing. While they said when I was on my way up, why y'all ain't see the stairs? It's like I'm climbing. <laughs> I'm trying to, I want y'all to come with me. <laughs> Without y'all draining the life out of me, but I wish y'all to come with me. But yeah, so that's dope. So I am so excited um, about your journey, yo. Thank and you. I'm I'm more impressed that you have that same thing that I have. It's like mm-hmm. no matter what happens, if I fall, I'm getting back up. Right. I already know it. Yeah. I, if I get down and out, I already know I'm getting back up. Mm-hmm. I have that in me. Yeah. I know, like, and and that's and that certain, can be taught, like. It can, <laughs> you know, me I, and Aisha just said that she's really a big time real estate guru. And it's like, and I know, and I noticed that the more I get into it's like consultations, special. and I'm like, you don't got it. Yes. Like all somebody got to do is just show me this, and Anise I'm like, got it. you know, Anise got it. And it's, it's like, just this you burning just desire. Have it, man. Yeah. You just gotta yeah. want it. You gotta want it. Um, despite I, anything, I actually get excited about yeah. accomplishing shit that I put right. on my chart. Like that's I don't even care about the money anymore. I'm past that. It's just like, oh. I want to be on Forbes. Let me just work for that, work right. towards that. Mm-hmm. And then to accomplish that, that's going to be satisfying to me. It's going to make me full. It's not even the things like the tangible right. things of monetary. I just like setting goals and knowing that I can do it right. and then seeing it happen. That's mm-hmm. what excites me. And I noticed that because when I shut the van service down and I wanted to just say, hey, no van service, um, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like no to the van service and just put it behind me. It's like, I can't. Like, that was part of history. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? So then I started just going back How in. How old was you when you started that? 21. Come on, somebody. Yeah, I was like 21. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 21. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, Crystal. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you the shit. You too, girl. You too. Oh my God. You the shit. You the shit. Thank you for just paving the way, you know. I love it. I love it. Giving us that game financial game so that you could obtain financial gains so listen it was a pleasure um give them your instagram one more time so that everybody has hey guys uh my name is crystal you guys can follow me at critty underscore b is my personal page that's k-r-i-t-t underscore b and then my business page is is stay lifted at s-t-a-y-l-y-f-t-e-d underscore and what else do we have going on? This uh, download my app. Yeah. Uh, I have an app that's in the um, Apple and Android store. So go and download that app. We are, you know, looking to get a large amount of people so we can start advertising and start interviewing and just start providing more content to you guys. But we need the numbers. Yes, thank you. So that's my girl Crystal. You're here with me, Maserati Niche. And it's a wrap. But you know, tune in, as usual, for the financial game so that you can obtain financial gains. I'm loving on y'all. One.